0: Welcome to How Do You Write? I'm your host, Rachel Herron. On this podcast, I talk to authors about how they write, what their process is, and how their lives fit together. I'll keep each episode short so you can get back to writing. Well, hello, writers. Welcome to episode number 325 of How Do You Write? I'm Rachel Herron. So thrilled that you are here today with me as I am talking to Elizabeth Miki Brina on how to know when to stop and go back and go deep, which is something that I think about a lot. And I really, really enjoyed this whole conversation, um, especially about this, because it is one of those hard things to figure out. Did I do enough? Did I go deep enough? Do I need to do more? So please stay tuned for that. It's going to be great. Uh, In the meantime, this is the last episode, hopefully, that I am posting, when uh, you are here, but I am not here because I am traveling and I am very busy doing something. So I'm going to tell you what I hope I'm doing right now. While you're listening, I hope that I have just driven four and a half hours south of Oakland, San Francisco area, to where my dad and stepmom live. They live out on the coast where I went to high school uh, near this little place called Pismo Beach, which really it's is a nice beach. It's not. It's not the best beach in the world. It's not the worst beach in the world. It's a very nice beach. Okay, we'll call it a very nice beach. It has a very nice pier. But, you know, as a teenager and a young 20 something going to college in the area, I spent a lot of time at that pier and at those shops. In fact, one of my first jobs was working at Pismo Pete's, which was um, a yogurt ice cream shop, you know, when I was 16 years old or 15. And, um, but there is something there called Splash Cafe. And Splash Cafe has the best clam chowder in a sourdough bread bowl you will ever have. It's the sourdough bread bowl. They saw the top of it off and get the whole innards out. And then what they do is they slap that with the butter, stick it on the grill. So you've got your grilled inside of your sourdough bread bowl. They pour that clam chowder. Oh my God, I'm about to eat lunch after this. I'm so hungry. They pour the clam chowder inside the sourdough bread bowl and then they give you your grilled buttered innards on the side. And then what you do. Okay. So, oh, you also have to know this, that when you hit San Luis, when you hit the KSBY TV tower, you dial, you call in and you order your two bread bowls, your three bread bowls, however many people are in the car, you order your bread bowls to go. Therefore you do not stand in the line. There is always a line at Splash Cafe. You don't stand in the line. You just pull up then 10 minutes later, you walk to the front of the line, you get your to-go bread bowls. And this is also very important. As you are leaving the shop, you nick one of the Tabascos. It makes you feel like a badass. You're stealing something. Go with it. Let it feel good walk down the street to the pier, grab one of the benches. Hopefully you get one with a table. Hopefully you get one with the, the seagulls haven't pooped on too much. And you sit there and you watch the kids and you watch the surfers and you watch the people walking on the beach and you put the Tabasco into the clam chowder as much as you want. And then you eat the hell out of that in the fresh air, in the wind with the salt. Oh, it is absolute heaven. Um, it's so so good. Basically, I'm I'm basing this whole trip around seeing friends and family and the food that we can't get here uh, in New Zealand. The food in New Zealand is fantastic, but you can't get that kind of bread bowl. You can't get that Zachary's pizza I mentioned last week, and you cannot get tacos mirancho um, that I mentioned the week before that. So I am eating while you are listening to this. Hopefully, I'm eating that Splash Cafe clam chatter bread bowl on the pier the way I have done a hundred thousand times before, especially with my little mama. Well, oh, we love to do that together. So that's what's going on. In the meantime, you are here listening to this fantastic interview with Elizabeth. Let me give you a little bit of a bio. Uh, Elizabeth Miki Brina is the recipient of a Rona Jaffe Bread Loaf Scholarship and a New York State State Summer Writers Institute Scholarship. She currently lives and teaches in New Orleans. Please enjoy this fantastic interview with her, and I'll be coming at you next week, live, and with an update on how everything went and if I really managed to relax and have a vacation, which is my plan, um, I'll let you know how it goes. Okay, my friends, happy writing. Well, I am so pleased to welcome you to the show today. Will you please share your name and pronouns with us? name is
1: Elizabeth Miki Brina, and my pronouns are she, her. Thank you, Elizabeth. I am
0: so pleased to welcome you to the show, and I would love to talk to you about your writing process also uh, full disclosure I am a memoirist and I teach memoir and it's just like my favorite thing to talk about so'm I'm, <laughs> I'm super excited about this conversation um how, what does your writing process look like right now as your life is today
1: um as my life is today uh well I'm uh, I I'm trying to like, uh, what am I trying to like really uh, get deep in there and finish something by the end of the summer, which is so fast. <laughs> um, yeah. and also, uh, so I'm, I'm right now I got myself at a pretty strict routine of, um, Monday through Thursday, uh, are my, are my writing days. And, but I am not. A morning writer I wish that I was I, I just can't I can't get it together in the morning and like my brain is not um so I, I actually have to wait and I can't write during the day like it cannot be daylight um and uh, uh so now the sun's setting around like 8 eight thirty. so I have to write at night and uh yeah I know <laughs> have you always been that way Um, yeah, for the most part, like when I was really, you know, had like really had to do deadlines, I would, you know, uh, um, like maybe try to start at five, (laughs) but I can't, yeah, I have to like, I, you know, I I have to get through my whole day first before I like, I, um, so I can't have anything like pressing, Hmm. you know, you know, I feel like the morning writer's like, that's why I can't write in the morning is because if there's anything else I have to do that day, it will like freak me out and there'd be too much pressure. Uh, yes.
0: What I love about what I love like about your saying open. is that you're, this is, this is not, you know, I would say that there are a lot of people who write at night, but the majority probably lands in the morning camp. So I yes. love talking to people who write later in the day, because there are a lot of people I know who say that they can't write during the day because of, you know, like, um, they've got to do all the things they've got to do all the things, get them yeah. all done, but then they don't write at night. Cause they're tired. And uh-huh. to those people, I always say, okay, that's probably not your process. You probably need to switch that <laughs> up, but you have it nailed in that you do all the stuff and then you do your work. So I would love to ask you about what does your, um, because my body and brain works the opposite way. What does your energy look like when you get to that point? Is that when it kind of ramps up?
1: It's, it's, well, it's weird. I think because, because I'm tired and I am tired and I do have to, and maybe it's part of the adrenaline of like pumping myself up to do it. Cause I really do. I'm just like, all right, you can do this. Like sometimes I take a shower right beforehand just to be like, wake up, like Like you got restart. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm like pep talking myself in the shower. I'm just like, you just got to do it. You got to get it. You got to, you got to sit down. <laughs> um, and so maybe like that helps with the, um, uh, I don't know, making it feel like more, like I'm going into battle or something. I got it. <laughs> um, and, uh, because it does feel that way. Uh, and, and I think, and it's like, and I'm tired. And so maybe my, Inhibitions are a little bit lower, and 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 because I, 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 maybe I put a little bit less pressure on myself because because it's just like the that for me. Well, that that's been, that's been a long process, but right now my whole thing is just like just show up to it. Just that's all you got to do. You don't have to do anything else. It doesn't have to be good. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's just like if you just show up to it, like that you did it <laughs> and and that's all that's required of you and, and that so is I do a major
0: it. hurdle yeah
1: yeah and so I get yeah like around 8 8 30 I start and and usually what it is like to get also after the shower is um a cigarette and I read a poem oh
0: lovely. and then uh love
1: and then uh and then yeah and then uh I a cigarette read a poem on my porch then I'll, then I'll get to my computer uh and then just just go <laughs> And then I do that. So I'll do that until uh, I'm tired, which is usually around like till I'm just like, no, I'm done. Uh, It's like around 10 30, 11. So
0: have you always been kind of more of a night out person? Yes. In terms of life. Yeah. Yes.
1: I, yeah. I, gosh, there are some days where I wake up in the morning and I feel like, I have my shit together. I am such a together person. <laughs> like, like, cause it's great to just be up early, like seven, seven AM and then start the day. And and I'm like, wow, there's so much day.
0: <laughs> Look at all I can get done.
1: But I, uh, yeah, it's just not natural for me. Like no. I, I, have, I have to fight to do it.
0: And I yeah. think that that, I mean, I have, I have this theory and I've also read it, that it, that it just doesn't change. Like my partner has, um, has been having to get up at five in the morning to work and she just recently lost her job and this is her uh, last day at work. And she's just so, I'm, I'm thrilled for her. She gets to take a little break before finding a new one and she's miserable. She's miserable every day. She never got used to it after, you know, a year yeah. of getting up at five, you're still not used yeah. to it. She's going to slip right back into mm-hmm. being her chronotype. So embracing that, knowing what it is, is so important to our creative process.
1: So, for sure, for sure, yeah. And uh, and that is gosh, if we could just wouldn't that be w- wouldn't that make the world so much of a better place if yes. everyone can just it, it, if we can all just adjust our lives yes. to our natural yes. body clocks, everyone would be so much happier. And yeah, and if it was uh,
0: normalized to do so, you're like, you know, yeah. she always puts in the same amount of work and she would put in the same amount of work if she started at 11 a.m. Yep. And at 5 a.m., I start. They're not, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And at 5 a.m., they're, they're not getting much of her, you know, honestly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. so what yeah. is your biggest challenge when it comes to writing?
1: Hmm, biggest challenge? Oh, there's so many, right? Uh, oh. <laughs> I think the. I I always seem to forget that um that I can make it better that I like That ideas will come that uh you you know like my my, you know the the biggest challenge is writing something and being like why is this so terrible like what (laughs) like you know like like why can't I get it like why can't I get it uh um and then yeah. you know and then and when you're in the moment and the uh the the despair of it feels so permanent, you know, yes, like you uh, smash
0: uh, you smash into that <laughs> despair. Like you smash yeah. into the despair and it is real and it there's yep. nothing else.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, I lost it, I lost it, it's gone forever. Uh yeah. <laughs> I'll never get I'll never get it back again. And and yeah, and just uh and having to uh I don't know, just kind of be in there and let it, and, you know, only way out is through. Right. And, uh and usually uh either, either I'll, you know, smoke five more cigarettes and something will come to me or I'll give up and go to sleep. And then the next day is something, you know, something comes out, something comes, you know, so it's yeah. just, it, it, yeah, it's not, it's not
0: forever. <laughs> I, I ask, a, I ask a lot of writers this question and I don't know if anybody's ever actually like answered this the way I would like, that is, that is also my answer about the despair. And also I have mm-hmm. to confess to a, a, a severe uh, pang of jealousy. Cause I am, I'm an ex smoker and I will never be a non-smoker because that is not in my okay. personality, yep. oh, but yeah. like the, the, the way that nicotine, I'm sure you've read about it actually helps your synapses connect faster and better and more cleanly. That is why we, oh. that's one of the reasons why we do it, you know, plus all the other reasons. But, but right. when you think that you're thinking more clearly because of nicotine, you
1: are. That's no, wow. It. Oh, goodness. Um, like, you know, thank you because it's very validating. It's like, oh, like, I'm not just doing this because you know, like, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's not just the romantic idea.
0: Of it's like a, more, a,
1: a, a, a smoking writer. Cause I can't let go of that identity. Like that's, I feel foolish for it, but it, it helps so much And I'm like, no, it's actually
0: helping. <laughs> it is actually helping. Well, I, I just realized so yeah. I when I was 29 and I am uh, 49 now. And so it's been 20 years oh, and wow. I still miss it. I still miss it. Like it's still part wow, of my identity for- and I will claim it.
1: Yeah. Good for you though. Goodness. This, yeah. It's not.
0: Yeah, but yeah, if we find out the world easy. is ending, I'm gonna go knock over 7-Eleven instantly and steal and all their cigarettes. Get all the off.
1: cartons. Yeah, yeah uh-huh, exactly. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> all right. On that. On that. I love that thought. Um, what is your biggest joy when it comes to writing? Uh, the
1: that feeling of it's kind. You know, it's just, it, it's it's the opposite, right? Where it's the, the opposite of the the biggest challenge of. Um, whoa like i just figured it out you know like i uh uh yeah and it's it's just like oh and then and and then this goes here and then i'm gonna do this and like you know it's just like it's like the best that's the best feeling in the world is like and especially after you hit that wall and you know you're (laughs) and you think the wall's there forever uh um is just like
0: oh i got it (laughs) It is the best I know what I'm doing, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, 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 I love that. Can you share a craft tip of any sort with us
1: um i mean it's it's not it's not really a craft tip of more like a craft consideration, oh, um,
0: please I love, that. Then,
1: but because um, you know right- writing memoir, um I find that like sometimes I'm. I'm leaving, it, it, it's just more like a choice of like when to leave something out. Um, you know, if it's like for the sake of the narrative or um, for, but if, but sometimes there's like the other sneakier reasons for leaving something out and you mm-hmm. think it's because like, oh, I just want to, like, I just want to move things along. You know? <laughs> like, uh, and, and uh, it, it's just faster and cleaner that way. But then some, like, I don't know. I feel like if it's, um Sometimes it's the reason why I run into walls, right? Like it is because that it's like, oh no, like you you actually have to go back there and put that in and it's going to be harder and you're going to have to think about more stuff. And, you know, and the, uh, but, it's, but the reason why it's not moving forward, right, is because it doesn't make sense without it.
0: And, you, you know, and, and- And are you so, usually dealing with like heavy and difficult emotion around this? Is this, or is this more of like a plot idea?
1: Um, maybe a little bit of both, right? Because the pl- like, because it, it will, it'll complicate the plot, right? And it's, maybe it's something that complicates the plot. And maybe that's something that's, uh, either emotionally or just like, you know, logistically. Uh, and I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I'm like, oh, like, I just want to, I'm lazy right now. You know, I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's nine yeah. at night, and I, yeah, uh, um, and so, and I guess that's uh, something I uh, think about of what when I, when I am leaving something out, is like why you know why why am I doing it right? Like and, tr- and trying to be really aware and honest with myself of like what's the and if it's yeah, and and sometimes sometimes you can't answer the question right away,
0: but uh, but at, but it's at what that, point? Yeah. At what point do you catch that? moment I'm assuming that it's usually in some kind of revision that you don't catch it in a mm-hmm. first draft but or do you so
1: I, sometimes I catch it in a first draft it, it, you know uh, every now and then because because yeah with the with the first and, and maybe it's yeah that's hard uh um because like the first draft right you're just like I need like it's it's uh, I'm just trying to bulldoze my way uh uh, through it it's a I hate first drafts so much me too they're so awful (laughs) uh uh and I and I and and uh um and I'll kind of know like as as I'm writing it I'm just like I just I just skipped over a lot of stuff Like you know, what I mean, like I don't. I'm like I don't know. Uh, like you know, like kind of like it just it'll 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 occur to me, and be, and either I'll be like, okay, you're gonna deal with that later, depending on my mood, right? Okay, you're gonna deal with that later, or maybe you won't have to deal with that later. <laughs> if I'm very optimistic. Uh, um, or maybe you know, I'll just I'll then I'll sit with it and be like, now, okay, like f- figure it's better better now than later.
0: <laughs> it's, it's either now deal- or later. Do you mm-hmm. make yourself notes about these kind of questions to yourself? I tend to, um, like I'm, I'm in the middle of a revision right now, so I live and die by post-its. Ooh, um, yeah. but do you, but do you do anything like that? Or is it just something that, you know, will come back to you later?
1: I, I, I'm, uh, pretty, I, I know I lose a lot by it, but I, I think like, if it's, if it's important enough, it'll come back. Yeah. Like that's how I. Uh, um that's also a, a big way of just like kind of weeding out the herd too.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I can but... absolutely get that because I ended up, I end up with a lot of post-its and maybe I don't need all these posts. <laughs> <Exactly.
1: laughs> Sometimes I scribble things down and then, yeah. and yeah. And, but, but for the most part, I, uh, yeah, I, I'm like, if this is, uh, if it, if, if it's a really good, if, if it, if it's a good line, I'll write it down right? Yeah. Like the lines the, the will the never lines. come back.
0: You're not going to get that. Yeah, back. exactly.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, but, but if it's, but if it's something like, um, an idea or, uh, a memory or like just, yeah, some, something, uh, yeah, it'll, uh, I'm like, let that one, let that one settle. <laughs> yeah.
0: I really, mm-hmm. I really like that method. Mm-hmm. What thing in your life affects your writing in a surprising way?
1: you know, I thought about this, uh, because I can't think of anything in my life that doesn't affect my writing. Oh, what a
0: good answer.
1: (laughs) You know, like, it's like, it's just everything affects my writing. It's just, uh, so, you know, the, um, mood and, um, the temperature and what I ate that day. And, uh, um, How much I had to drink the night before, you know, it's like, it's all, it's all, uh, how many cigarettes I have left, trait, like, it's
0: like, eh. (laughs) oh, yeah. uh,
1: Yeah. It's all, um, it, it, I know it all affects sometimes. I guess what is, is the location. Like, I, um, I do move, uh, um, Sometimes if it if, you know I'll just I'll just give it a shot like I'll I'll just like sit somewhere else you know and then and then see if something something happens you know and then but uh, I wouldn't say that's surprising right because it's just like every yeah I'm
0: <laughs> no I really really like your answer and again I'm surprised that nobody has ever said that before that everything does because I know that that is true for myself too it's all of a whole and it's all of what we yeah. bring to the page and mm-hmm. we do bring last night's sleep and everything we've eaten today and you know 17 cups of coffee and all of that yeah (laughs) oh fabulous what is the best book that you've read recently and why did you love it
1: um this is uh this is a hard one too because i uh i've had a really good run with books i'm just on a roll right now yeah i know i'm on a roll share share a couple if you want well, I'm, I'm, uh, teaching an uh, Asian American literature class. So I, I had to re so far, I had to reread, uh, the woman warrior and, uh, oh my God, the joy I have Leap not read club. that
0: for like 20 years.
1: <sighs> oh, it's so it's, yeah, exactly. Uh, the joy look club and then, um, uh, Persepolis. And, uh, so I was just like having a blast with that. I was like, what a great, what a great way to start the summer. Um, and then, um, before that, though, I was halfway through um, uh, Manual for Cleaning Women uh, oh, by Oh Ma- uh, Manual for Cle- Cleaning Women by Lucia Berlin. It's a book of short stories, mm-hmm. and I was loving it. Um, but yeah, I had to I had to uh, give it a rest, and so. And before that, it was Battleborn by uh, Claire V. Watkins, which is another short story collection. And I and I blew through that, too. It was like, I, yeah, I've been so lucky just for like oh. every book. I'm like, I'm like, yes. So so it's good. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs>
0: um, speaking of awesome books, will you please tell us about your book and maybe tell us the title where we can find it and tell us a little bit about
1: it? Oh, uh, um, Speak Okinawa is, uh, if you're, I have it right here, you want to, yes,
0: <laughs> if you're watching on the YouTube. Uh, um, just,
1: yeah. Uh, and it's a memoir. Um, it basically it's about the complicated marriage of my parents. Uh, my mother, uh, is a native of Okinawa, uh, which was, uh, dev- she was born right after World War II and it was, oh, wow. uh, de- uh, yeah, devastated. Uh, um, and she grew up in extreme poverty and um, witnessed the whole militarization of the island um, by the by the U.S. military, and my dad, who was a U.S. soldier stationed on the island after he fought in Vietnam, um, and so they met, and uh, and it's just lots of lots of trauma, <laughs> uh, um, it, it, uh, uh, lots of uh, combined and complicated trauma, and also the the whole, uh, you know, different opposite sides of war and, and imperialism. Uh, um, and, and my, you know, my dad's very, comes from this very like upper class, like uh, um, uh, private school education and in, in, you know, uh, Manhattan. So it's just totally different worlds. And then what happens when these two people uh, have a daughter? <laughs> and like, it just, uh, yeah, how... Um, yeah, just me trying to s- figure out like who they are and then, and why, why, um, I am the way that I am <laughs> because of who they are. Uh, and,
0: uh, yeah, just, all, just all that good stuff, <laughs> which is, which is honestly my favorite, like, niche within memoir is that Mm -hmm. kind of book. So I have not read yours yet, but it is at the top of my TBR pile right now. Um, people absolutely love it. And I wanted to ask you just because you are doing so much with it, um, you know, the past and the, the present and the you, how long did it take you to write it?
1: Uh, I think really from beginning to end, like from the first, first material that ever went into the book to the the final edits it was like uh almost six years
0: yeah I never asked so. that question ever but um yeah. that, that I wanted to I wanted to ask for that one because it, you're doing a lot with that
1: yeah yeah and so that's something to think about too it's like it takes time and you know just be you know patient I know I, I know I want to write a book in six months but it's not gonna happen <laughs>
0: I would like to do everything yeah. by tomorrow. Yeah. That's, right, that right. would be my ideal, my ideal method for everything in life. Where can we find you online? Um,
1: I'm, not, I don't have a very strong online presence. I don't, I don't have a, uh, a website, but I am kind of slowly getting my Instagram together. So it's, it's just Elizabeth Miki Brina. Um, and, uh, Perfect. and that's, yeah. There, and th- that's a good start. <laughs>
0: it's an excellent start thank you so much for talking to us today for being on thank the show you. and I wish you as soon as um night falls for you I could tell yes. I could see it's still it's still daytime there I wish you very happy writing thank you so much thanks, thanks I had a great time <laughs> bye thanks so much for joining me on this episode of how do you write